Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Nikki uh, Moon. Uh, What a great community leader she is and the work she's doing in Bay St. Louis. When she talked about what they're doing to get ready for Christmas and the snowflakes and the tree and all the parade and all the stuff to try to create such a special sort of destination for people who want to get in the Christmas spirit. It reminded me of that quote that I shared at the beginning of the show, where here's a quote from Anna Lapp, and here's what it said. Every time you spend money, you're casting a vote for the kind of world you want. You want the kind of world you want. Every time you spend money, you are casting a vote for the kind of world you want. Coastal Mississippi is a collection of communities. Each of those communities has their own sense of place. And what creates that sense of place are the merchants and the restaurants and the artists and all these people who have sort of dedicated their lives to that community. Spend money locally. That's that's so important. And I love this quote, and I'll say it again as we move to our new guest here in just a second. You, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local. And that's kind of the same thing. I love that quote. I think it's perfect. And uh, it's true. If you don't, if you don't believe it's true, ask a local merchant how important it is, and whether it makes them happy when people choose to spend money locally. So now let's shift gears and move over to my friend Paige Roberts. She's the executive director for the Jackson County Chamber and a good friend. How you doing, Paige? I'm well, thanks, Ricky. Uh, well, on two points. First, on on Nikki, I saw you smile. She's terrific, isn't she? Oh, she is. I enjoy um, working alongside her on the Coastal Mississippi Board. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about the fact that we'll we'll circle back on that for just a second here in just a second. And the other is you can't buy happiness, that's for sure, but you can buy local. You certainly uh, grinned on that one. It's so true, though, isn't it? It is. And I I especially liked what you said about spending money is casting a vote on the world that you want to live in. And I was thinking about that yesterday, not so eloquently, but about how spending local is what uh, enables our communities to thrive because it's that sales tax that becomes revenue for the government. I mean, people hate to talk about T-A-X, but the reality is it is what helps build our roads and improve our bridges and and quality of life. Yeah, it, it really is. It really. Hey, listen, on Coastal Mississippi Tourism, I, I mentioned a few days ago in a conversation with Michael Sunderman that I got a note from someone the other day that said, I hadn't said much about it lately. What's going on? And I said, well, you know, to be honest with you, I've been watching it extremely closely and the truth is that Greg Cronin, as the chairman, has done a really good job of settling things down. Now, I still think, and I, and I think this is just, you come, from, you come from the learnings over the past couple of years and you say, what did we learn the most? Well, I think we probably still need to make some tweaks in the way the board is formed and maybe the number of board members and where they come from. We still need to have that legislative conversation. But Greg has done a great job of communicating with stakeholders, 
bring it, settling the board down, changing board governance so that all the micromanaging that was happening before, we're not doing that as much. We have to have confidence in an executive director to run the staff and to, to take the direction, the vision of the board, and then go implement it. And the amount of micromanaging and meetings and all the other time that was being spent was just so counterproductive. It and then what? Then it caused a lot of political strife and, you know, sort of this this rub between the counties. It was so counterproductive. Inwardly focused instead of outwardly focused. You know, on the goal, which is to promote coastal Mississippi tourism. And Nikki made a great point about. She actually shared some numbers from Hancock County's perspective on how promoting coastal Mississippi has really made a big difference. Um, but Greg has done a good job settling things down, hasn't he? He has. Absolutely. Greg and I have different styles, um, but I think they complement each other well. And I appreciate his leadership. And I also appreciate the other board members and the unique value each of them brings to the table. There there are definitely conversations of varying uh opinions and ideas but that's where we thrive that if if everyone is sitting around like a bobblehead well then what's the point of that <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that i mean look d democracy thrives on boards i mean community boards we've seen it on your, your chamber boards a great example i mean when you have you want different points of view. See, I love democracy in action. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it can be messy, but that's okay. What will come out of it is better direction. That, in fact, I think what's going to come out of the, the rubs over the last couple of years related to Coastal Mississippi Tourism is going to be a stronger organization when it's all said and done. I agree. And you and I have spoken about Brene Brown's book, Dare to Lead, and how she talks about courage. And it's about having the courage to have uncomfortable conversations. And I would argue that uncomfortable conversations happen when people have um, uh, points and counterpoints. But that is uh, great. That That is how we move forward in a positive fashion. And you're right, it can be messy, but we've got to embrace the mess. And, and um, I, I really am challenging myself and others uh, in 2023 to dive into those uncomfortable conversations. Definitely need to. We had to learn from it. And and this is an organization that was legislatively created. And I've made this this comment a, a hundred times on, on Coast View, but legislation never gets it right the first time. That's what democracy is. You all, I can't think of a bill that's been around for any length of time that where they didn't have to go in and make some tweaks to it to improve it. And uh, Coastal Mississippi tourism legislation is no different than that. And I just hope that coast legislators continue to stay focused on that. You do not have to have this this uproar and pain and strife and all that to force people. A lot, a lot of times they say there's a powerful lubrication, the change that comes from pain. And if the pain's not current, they, there's oftentimes not a push or... Uh, uh, you know, the, the the initiative to go ahead and make the changes. I think we, we need to do is say, what did we learn from the last couple of years and what kind of refinements can we make that will make it better and stop the dabbling in a way, the political dabbling that is really unnecessary. And I've focused on that somewhat on my show, certainly have on the posts that I've made at, 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 um, at the Coast View 
uh, Facebook page. And you know what's interesting? The last post I made about Coastal Mississippi Tourism, over 2,000 people engaged in it. So it's a conversation that people really paid attention to. It's not something that's been, you know, out of sight, out of mind. People have closely paid attention to this. Well, it's it's a lot of our bread and butter here on the coast and for the state of Mississippi. As we know, the coast brings in a very good chunk of the tourism uh, dollar in this state, as as you would think it would. And 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 so while while we celebrate our uniqueness and we um, benefit the most from varying voices, we do have to stand together also um, in order to move forward. So it, it, it's it's a um, it, it's a very difficult balance, but it can be achieved and and that is what I think um, is happening now under Greg's leadership. I can't agree more. I can't agree more. So listen, it's amazing. Can you can you believe that tomorrow is Thanksgiving? No. Already? No. I, again, I said I said this a bunch on the show. <laughs> My outdoor shows every Monday, so it's almost like every Monday I say it. But I am amazed at how fast time has gone by this year. I mean, I'm well, amazed at how fast time has gone by the last three years. You know, the pandemic and all. Where did the last three years go? Well, it, I mean, three, you can put any number in there. The, re, the reality is that we live fast lives. And I think that that is speeding up time, even though we know in reality, the, the minutes, the, you know, the seconds make the minutes, make the hours, make the days. But it, it's uh, the way we live our lives. And that is why we, you and I have talked about this. That is why... Um, taking a step back or pausing to really be in the present and in the moment is so very important, especially after our experience through the pandemic. I can remember the exact moment where you and I had that conversation. You were in your car in the Midwest on the side of the highway with corn all around you. <laughs> yes. And we were talking about Living in the moment, which is really kind of a theme on Coastview to remind people yes. that, you know, in our fast paced lives, we can't do anything about yesterday. It's, that's done. It's in the ledger book for good or for bad or whatever. And we can only we can only plan for the future. The only guarantee we have is this exact moment. And uh, too often we get moving so fast we forget about that. Right. And we don't um, we don't do ourselves a service. And, it, you know, it's biblical, too. It says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. Each, each For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And that's a verse I tend to uh, run through my head to remind myself. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace. From day to day, the last syllable recorded time. Do I remember that correctly? But anyway, that little Shakespeare there. Yeah. But the reality, though, is that we have an opportunity to control it. And in one of the things as it relates to shop local, 
Boy, you want to make someone happy in the moment, you know, spend your money locally. <laughs> spend your money in the local communities. And if you go into, if you go into, like, to, to Pascagoula, and we'll come back to this after after yes. the break, but you go into downtown Pascagoula now, and you see this life in the city, and you see restaurants and shops and mixed use and all the things that are happening there. What a great way to get in the Christmas spirit. When we come back, we'll get Paige to talk more about that. We'll see you after this break. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. When you spend your money locally, you are casting the vote for the kind of community you want. And uh, Coast of Mississippi is this wonderful collection of communities. Paige is involved in so many of them in Jackson County. But, you know, I always try to mention Moss Point in the conversation because, Lord, I mean, it's, you're talking about out of sight, out of mind. It's not a, out of sight, out of mind on my show, but but we have a mayor there that's so inspiring and a city that really understands its potential. And you're deeply engaged in that. It's I awesome. Am. And I have great news, and that is that December 1st kicks off when the 2% recre- recreation um, money starts uh, in effect. So when you eat prepared food in Moss Point starting December 1, 2% of that Um, revenue will go directly into the recreation account. So that is so very You know what's so amazing about that is, and I've loved talking to Mayor Knight about it. And and of course, I know you work closely with him and he gives you so much credit. But when you think about Mayor Knight coming into this role as the mayor in his 80s with a passion for the city and wanting to make a difference now, because he knows He's short time as a mayor. He's not going to be. He's not going to live forever. He's going to make his mark, and that's what he's trying to do. When you when you realize that if you could create more recreational activities for children, that would be one of the solutions to some of the challenges the city's having. And the fact that you could get the kind of support he got on that vote, what that is a that is a dynamic, compelling case to move forward, isn't it? Oh, yes. As someone said to me, getting 87% of the voters to rally around anything these days is something. So this was just, uh, I would say, the highlight of my 2022. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? That's so awesome. Uh, but anyway, you, you know, this little river city with this, you know, this growing identity around that and a little downtown that's kind of special and it's going to well, be more yes, special. And- yeah. We've had a visit from some potential developers, so um, we're, they're looking into some uh, plans that may hopefully come to fruition, and and so that's been exciting. And we Moss Point just received a restore uh, grant for more of the I-10 commercial corridor. We're calling the Point of Connection uh, right there uh, on I-10 between Highways 63 and 613. You mentioned downtown Pascagoula earlier, which we've been working on now 
for several years. There is a new, two new stores right at the corner of Pascagoula uh, and Convent, and it used to be Monica's restaurant, a White Pelican and the Fish Boutique. You would love the Fish Boutique, uh, Ricky, because it's men's clothing, especially outdoor clothing and really great socks. Mm -hmm. um, and White Pelican is a beautiful gift shop and a home decor store. But just the way they have transformed this building and the windows are just gorgeous. It really is something to behold that is uh, brand new. We just had the ribbon cutting uh, a couple weeks ago for White Pelican and Fish Boutiques is December 7th. Uh, so that's exciting. And, and I just met with a couple, a husband, wife, small business owners in Ocean Springs who just joined the chamber and they vote open sweet enchantments um, off of Highway 90 there and, and they do catering as well. So yeah, there there is just a real, really dynamic spirit of entrepreneurialism in Jackson County that of course is stabilized by our industry. And as I told this couple, we are so blessed in Jackson County that while we are the most industrialized county in the state, our industries are such um, lovely corporate citizens and, and that the business grants we give come from Mississippi Power and Ingalls and Chevron so that they are giving to the small businesses. It's just it's just how it's supposed to be. And I'm so fortunate to be a part of this. Well, when I when I talk regularly about uh, the chambers along the coast are not your father's chamber, <laughs> they still play that role. But the community building part of what they do, the adding value back to their, their places role that they play is very significant. And we got to see that play out just then as you were talking about Moss Point and Pasangula and your excitement around what's happening in both of those incredible cities. I mean, Moss Point, you talk about I-10, I mean, the, the, yes. the sucking sound that we hope to create there as people come in from Alabama. It's very significant opportunity, isn't it? Yes, and what is a great selling point about this? I spoke with Jamie Miller a couple years about this, uh, years ago, who now is with the uh, Gulf Coast Business Council. And that is that we're not looking to shift the slices of pie sizes. We're looking to grow the pie. And the way that we're doing that is by keeping Mississippi dollars from hopping the state line into Alabama. So instead of going over that line, they can come to 63 and 10 and 613 and 10 right there in Moss Point and and really make a big difference in the city of Moss Point as well as the entire county and along the coast. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And whether we like it or not, that, that money is moving into Alabama and we can probably stop it. So, yes. Paige, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you. This has been Paige Roberts from the Jackson County Chamber. Have a great day, my friend. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, too. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you on Friday morning. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.